1: Hey, what's up, students? Happy Wednesday. That means today is the day. Student night is back tonight, and we're going through the Gospel of Mark. So excited, man, to worship with you guys. See, you. we're gonna have food for you, so bring a few dollars uh, to get some food, and uh, man, it's just gonna be an awesome night. Hope you're already thinking about who you can invite, who you can bring someone with you. Uh, Man, it's just gonna be a great night. And again, we're diving back into Mark chapter nine. So uh, I looked, and the last time we were in Mark was like on May 12th or May 13th, so it's been a few months and uh, hopefully this past week has been a good reminder for you in these podcast devotionals kind of where we've been in the Gospel of Mark what we've been looking at what we've been doing um, and I hope it's a refresher for you as we're jumping into Mark chapter 9 tonight and and I think this might be maybe the most important one of all these recap episodes because really the Gospel of Mark um, if you can think about it in this way it's kind of weird because spoiler alert Jesus is going to die he's going to be resurrected and you know he's victorious Um, but Mark chapter Chapter 8 kind of acts as like a mountaintop moment in Mark. Everything kind of builds up to it. And then once it gets here, everything kind of flows from it, right? Because if you remember in Mark chapter 8, there's this crazy pivotal moment where Jesus asked the disciples, Who do you say that I am? Who do you say that I am? And and, uh, and they respond, or Peter responds. He says, you are the Christ. You're the son of the living God, right? This amazing response. And, and Peter gets the title right. He says, you are the Christ. But what's clear to understand is that Peter does not really understand what it means to be the Christ, right? P- Peter thinks the Christ is going to be someone who does this. He thinks the Christ is going to be someone who comes in, establishes his earthly kingdom, topples over Rome, is victorious over all the enemies of God and the people of God. And it's going to be kind of like another King David-like figure. And now in one sense, this is true that Jesus is one day going to topple over every enemy. He's going to throw Satan in hell and it's going to be this amazing, victorious, triumphant kingdom-like experience, right? And true, that is going to happen one day and we are looking forward gloriously to that day. But what Peter and what the other disciples don't realize is this, is that before there is the exaltation of Jesus as the Messiah, the Messiah is going to have to suffer, right? The the Christ, before the Christ is exalted and before he topples over his enemies in the way that they think he's going to, he's gonna have to die. And so Mark chapter eight is massive because it is the first chapter of the Bible in Mark, in Mark's gospel, where Jesus begins to tell the disciples hey, I'm gonna suffer, I'm gonna die, but three days later, I'm gonna be risen again. And what we see in Mark's gospel in Mark chapter eight is the disciples cannot get over this idea that Jesus is gonna have to suffer. They can't get over this idea that the Messiah is not just gonna come in, ride into town, kick butt and establish his kingdom, but but that the Messiah is gonna actually have to die. And then on top of that, Jesus in Mark chapter eight says, not only am I gonna have to suffer, not only am I gonna have to take up a cross, But if you follow me, then you will have to do that as well. So not only will Jesus suffer, but as a follower of Christ, as a follower of the Messiah, suffering is going to have to happen for you as well. It's this crazy picture in Mark chapter eight that that the disciples just can't get their head around. And we're going to see this over the next few chapters that it becomes kind of this weird point for the disciples where they believe Jesus is the Messiah. They're claiming him to be the Christ, but Jesus is going to totally destroy what their preconceived notion of what it means to be the Christ is. That yes, Jesus is the Messiah, but before he's exalted, he's going to suffer. But before he's resurrected, he's got to die and he's gonna do that on the cross of Christ. And so yeah, that's a major moment in the gospel of Mark where you have this correct identification of who Jesus is. He is the Christ, he is the Messiah, but what we're gonna see is that Jesus being the Messiah means something completely different from what the disciples would have originally thought it would have meant it. And what's awesome, what's amazing is this, is, is what the disciples thought it meant is nowhere near as good as what it actually means. Because if Jesus would have just came and established his kingdom and beat Rome, then that would have been amazing. But you and I would still be dead in our sins. You and I would still be destined for hell. But yet Jesus being the Messiah, he goes to the cross. He takes on our sin. He absorbs and takes the wrath of God so that you and I can not just be freed from Roman oppression, from political oppression, and all these things, but we can be freed from our sin. And so March Chapter eight is a major moment. It's the first time Jesus's death is mentioned. It's the first time Jesus says, "Hey, if you want to follow me, you got to deny yourself, take up your cross, and follow me." And we're going to see the disciples walk through this over the next few chapters, where they're trying to understand, okay, what does it mean for Jesus to be the Messiah? But he's, he's also going to have to suffer. But we know is that suffering does not negate who Jesus is. Suffering does not lessen who Jesus is but it's through suffering that we experience the resurrection of Christ and the exaltation of Jesus. And so Mark chapter eight is a major picture. It's a major moment in the gospel and everything else is leading away from that towards the death, burial and resurrection of Christ. I hope that makes sense. I hope that's a good reminder for you. And, um, and man, if you've listened to these eight episodes, I hope that's been a refresher, but we are ready to jump into Mark chapter nine tonight. And so, so excited to do that with you. Can't wait to begin walking through the word with you. It's one of my favorite joys of being your youth pastor is just getting to do that and i'm excited to start it back tonight i love you and we'll see you in just a few hours
0: thanks so much for listening the point is a ministry of first baptist church indian trail for high school students we offer life groups every sunday morning at 8 9 30 and 11 o'clock and we meet on wednesday nights at 6 15 for more information you can go to our church's website at fbcit.org